welcome to episode 284 of the AFK Podcast for the week of December 6th, 2020. I'm your host, Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week are my co-hosts, Curlin. What's good, everybody? Logan. Hello. And Whitney. Hello. What's up, guys? Uh, sorry, no cast last week. Uh, had a little too much fun on the holidays and... Uh, was just really tired by the time it was all said and done so we we took last week off and it was a really slow news cycle there really wasn't much going on last week uh probably because of the thanksgiving holiday but i did do a lot of gaming i've got 130 hours into uh, assassin's creed valhalla i've streamed it like four times um at all you know different parts of the game uh early game mid game late game and i'm pretty close to the end now at least i, I think i am at least the end of the main story um, I did not score a PS5 when they went on sale. I did not score an RX 6800 XT or a RTX 3080. Uh, but EVGA is doing this really cool thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of it. You can put yourself in a queue for the card you want from EVGA. And when it becomes available, they will sell it to you at retail price. So you don't have to worry about insane markups on Amazon and eBay and, and, and some of these other outlets that are marking these cards up to insane levels. Um, so I put myself in the queue for an RTX 3080. Um, but if I can buy an RX 6800 XT at retail price uh, before my number comes up in the queue, I'll get the 6800 first. Ultimately, I'll probably end up getting both. So, uh, But I'm not going to pay more than retail price. And um, the way GPUs have gone up in price now, I'm seeing 5700 XTs going on sale uh, or on sale for uh, six seven hundred dollars. It, it's it's ridiculous. So um, there's yeah. obviously a shortage across product lines, and um, scalpers and and businesses are taking advantage of it and gouging. I did do some hardware shuffling this week. I, for the first time in ten years, I've upgraded the podcast PC. So we're no longer on X58. <laughs> we are now on a B450 board with 32 gigs of RAM. Uh, DDR4 ramp, uh, Ryzen 7 2700X. Uh, on a 2070, I picked up off of eBay for 350 bucks, and uh, the stream encoding is being handled by uh, a, an old GTX 960 that I had here laying around, so that when I'm, you know, streaming games, uh, the 2070 doesn't have to also shoulder the burden of doing the encoding. That's all being done on the on the other card. And the uh, 8-core CPU has really made a difference uh, when it comes to streaming. Um, I picked up a new Ryzen 5 3600X from my main rig, and that thing is hitting like 4.7 uh, gigahertz using uh, pressures and boost overdrive. So I'm loving that. I've seen a, a, an uptick in performance there. And uh, before prices went crazy, I had ordered a RX 5700, which was on back order. But I actually got it for its actual retail price, which was like 385. Uh, you know, so it taxed and everything. It was a little over 400. Uh, so that came last week, and I was able to throw that in my main rig, and that'll hold me over until I can get something uh, more pow powerful up there. And then when I do, I'll put the 5700 in my my little land box that I take with me to land parties. So that's about it. Been it for me for the week. Uh, Curlin, how about you? Um, well, I did manage to score a PS5. Uh, I haven't been able to catch anything else, though. <laughs> I, I really need to find another one um, for, for Christmas for the kids. But uh, uh, so far, so far, though, uh, I'm digging it. I'm liking it. Like like uh, any game that you played on PS4 that might have felt a little bit sluggish handles all of that with ease, man. It's, it's, it's pretty nice. Um, I, I did pick up uh, Watch Dogs Legion and Spider-Man, uh, you know, and uh, I, I saw Borderlands 3 for like dirt cheap and it had a like a free upgrade. So I, I went ahead and, and nabbed that for, for $10. And uh, so far, man, it's, it, it's, it's been pretty, pretty cool. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Watch Dogs Legion. Like that's been my game for like the past couple of weeks. And uh, I'm kind of digging it, but I, I've always been kind of a fan of the Watch Dogs games, uh, primarily because it's it still involves a lot of sneaking, unlike 
the Assassin's Creed stuff these days. So um, it's, it's really cool because you can recruit anybody off the street for your team. And, and all you have to do is just, is just kind of point to them and then talk to them and then um, do a short mission. And boom, next thing you know, you got a hairdresser out there running sneak missions and, and, and knocking people out, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I did try out Spider-Man a little bit just to see how it ran. And, and man, it's, it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty slick. It's pretty slick. Um, I, I didn't get a 6800 uh, either. Um, and my brother did, though. He got a regular 6800. Um, he he uh, ran out to Micro Center just to see what they had. And a guy handed him his voucher. Mm. for for 6800 and he he said it's been it's been phenomenal because you know he has like five 1440p monitors but he only powers three of them and stuff that was struggling before running all three of those like say i think he he told me about world of warcraft and one or two other games and he, he was like the stuff that that was struggling before he's getting an easy lock 60 on all three screens at the same time in ifinity I was like, that's a pretty big uptick. Yeah. You know, especially from the, the lowest card currently in the tier. So, mm -hmm. well, even yeah, their lowest well, card still has the 16 gigs of uh, video memory, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's got to help. Yeah. 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 It probably does. It probably does. But uh, um, I, I didn't really want a 6900, but I'm going to try for one in a couple of days, see if I might get lucky again. We'll Are see. you doing 6900 or 6900 XT? The, well, it, with 6900 XT, they don't have a regular 6900 right now. Oh, they don't? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, just a 68 then. Yeah. Yeah. Logan, what about you? How was your week? What was on your playlist? <laughs> My week was fine. All week was I should play a new game. And guess what? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, maybe this week. This week. Um, we've talked about this before. I did manage to score uh, PS5. I still haven't even even opened it. Um, tons of stuff. I know. Like, I I'm in the midst of uh, 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 it used to be analysis paralysis, but just uh, brain freeze that I just can't get by because I've got so much stuff on the go. So this week I just dedicated myself to start chipping away at smaller items so I can start to get to things. So a week ago. Uh, we ordered cable for the first time in four years. So I had to get that all set up and hooked up around the house. Like we've got three different boxes, three different areas. But because I've got cable back here in the office again, that means I've now got to rewire everything that's down over here uh, to make it all nice, nice. Um, I've got some rewiring under the desk, which, uh, you know, I, so I got to pull all the cables. I got to shut the internet off for a few hours to do all this rewiring. Um, I moved all of my gaming systems that used to be here. I'm going to throw them down in the basement now uh, to make room for uh, the PS5 up here. Uh, so just starting to chip away at a lot of these side projects. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just StarCraft II uh, off and on all week and then then work. But yeah, one of my friends, uh, super brilliant guy, uh, said the most amazing thing to me. So we haven't had cable in four years. So he said, it will be interesting to see if there's any change in your spending habits or what your son asks for. And I was like, yeah, because he, he doesn't know what commercials are. He's never been exposed to commercials. He's 12, mm. so the last time he saw a commercial, he would have only been eight. Mm. So now he's going to get inundated. Yeah, but don't you have a DVR? Uh, we do, we do. But he, you know, like sports and whatnot, he'll want to watch live. Mm. Right. And cable is more of a thing of, uh, it's, it's interesting. So when we were chatting about if we wanted to get cable or not, um, it was more for the sports and he's super interested in the home, uh, um, the home network, the do it yourself stuff, mm -hmm. uh, home renos and all this stuff. Um, and so it's, it's, yeah, I could download it all and he could watch it that way, but it's such a different user experience when you just turn it on channel surf and, Oh, I'll watch this for the next 20 minutes type deal. So. so yeah, that's what we're going for. We'll see if it works. Yeah. I, I've never not had cable. But I've always had a DVR and um, or a VCR, and we would just record what we want to watch uh, beforehand and skip the commercials. I'll be right back. 
you know, back yeah. in the day when you could program a VCR to record your shows. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he goes through any kind of progression on using that or not. Like, uh, because right now it's just sort of been, I'm going to just turn this on and just see if there's a good show on right now. For him, I'm not sure he's going to spend the time to record and go back later and watch, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, with sports, you everybody wants to watch that live, though. So I get that. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever go back to cable. And I think like even you could stream sports live. So it's just, I don't know. And that's, you know, like we had this big discussion. It's like, and this is all about the user experience. He would have to come to me and say, Dad, I want to watch sports. And then I have to bring up a list of, okay, here's the sports on. Here are the teams playing. And then he'd have to decide without seeing any of it. Well, I mean, I could flip through, I guess. So rather than just, oh, hockey, oh, football, oh, this game. Okay, I'll watch this game. It's just mentally, it's a little bit different. It's it's easier, I think. Yeah. Um, I keep a cable package simply because I don't want a data cap. Um, and I get a phenomenal rate for fiber because I have the cable package. Otherwise, it'd be... Otherwise, I'd basically be paying the same amount and I'd have a data cap. So, yeah. We, uh... I think no, that's ridiculous. No data cap for me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, we saved, over the last four years, about four... Just over $4,000 by not having cable. Uh, and so we took that extra money and I have no idea where it went. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I try to limit the streaming services I have at one time. Um, but uh, Netflix has a lot of shows that we watch. Um, but once they don't, I'll I'll turn it off again for a little while. My Disney subscription is up uh, next week, actually. And I have to decide if I'm going to hang on to it. But again, just going on in the mindset of, oh, I'll just watch this. My son said, hey, let's watch a Christmas show. So I said, all right. I said, but you're going to have to watch one of my Christmas shows, which is the old school stuff. So Disney actually, on their Disney Plus, mm-hmm. had Pluto's Christmas tree on there. And they've got a and lot it's of just one stuff. Of the, yeah, it's like a six-minute short. And I threw it up there, and they had it remastered. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I had to bring up the old one and put them side by side. Part of it was the TV, but part of it was the remaster. And it was pretty cool. It was awesome. He liked it. Mm. Cool. Whitney, how was your week? What was on your playlist? Uh, my week was good. I played a little bit of Legends of Runeterra here and there. Uh, and I know we were going to talk about this a little later, but I played uh, We Happy Few in The Sims 4, and I picked that up on the Steam sale. Cool. I really, uh, sorry, my cat's running around. We Happy Few, I've been really, really enjoying it. It's kind of, I don't, do you guys know what it's about? I, I've i seen it. it. Uh, I've seen the previews for it. I almost bought it on a Steam sale once because it looked like something I'd be into. I've been eyeing it for a long time, but it's like sat at 60 bucks, but um, it dropped down finally. So yeah. I was like, okay, I got to give it and kind of get it. I've been looking for a new game to play. And I've been, it's been fun so far. I think, um, it could be a little spookier. I haven't gotten spooked all that much, and that was kind of what I was going for. It's got a creepy sad. vibe to it. It does. I like the little suspense thriller aspect to it. Um, the opening was, like, pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I've only probably about a third of the way through. So, yeah. Are you streaming any of that? I streamed a little bit of the first part. Like when I first started it up and then I kind of had an itch to play it, but I didn't really want to turn the stream on. So I need to go back and I still have it saved at that point where I stop on the stream and just kind of pick it up before I get too far. I've tried not to. Okay. On to our news section. Uh, there's a new Metro game in development and a new IP has been revealed. This is from Blues News and a press release announcing plans for the release of Metro Exodus on the new console models. Deep Silver and 4A Games also revealed the development is underway uh, for the next installment of Metro, uh, first-person shooter series. Uh, so that's good to hear. I enjoyed all of them. I thought the last one was a little short, but um, you know the first two I really enjoyed. And the third one was okay. Uh, I think I played it on Xbox Game Pass uh, because it was exclusive to the Epic Store. So. 
I ended up uh, getting a free Xbox Game Pass when I bought something or some other product. So basically, I got to play the game for free because uh, I wasn't going to give Epic my money. But another installment of that sounds good. Yeah, it. I started it and I, 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 I just kind of stalled it on it real hard, and I was unsure why. Um, I don't know. It it just didn't grab me like the like the first uh, two Metro games did. I'll probably give it a revisit at some point, but it's it's not very high on my radar right now for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I've got the first couple still never cracked them open. One of these days. One of these days. <laughs> um, that's a game. Um, if you can play in the dark with headphones, it's um it's very atmospheric. Yeah. I, I loved both games. I think the first one is still my favorite, but uh, the first two were my favorite, and then the third was, eh, was okay. Yeah. Yep. This is from DSOG. Marvel's Marvel's Avenger flops so hard that it still hasn't recouped its development costs. Wow. <laughs> it actually you know, looks like a fun game, too. I'm surprised. Maybe it's because the characters look weird. No, I'm curious what it is about the game that made it flop so hard because Square Enix has like produced some really good games. Like they've they've stepped up their games, I think, in the past couple of years. I I thought uh Square Square was just uh the publisher and not the developer though, right? Or did they yeah. they do the development too? Oh, I don't think they developed this. I think they just published. Do you think uh, this okay. could be also superhero fatigue? Uh-uh. No. Uh-huh. I would think so. Oh, so I'm kind of sick. Superhero fatigue. Uh, well, yeah, there kind of is because I'm kind of burnt out on superhero movies. Like I don't get I'm excited least, about the, you know, when they come out now, like I used to. Yeah, I feel that way about Marvel. Like I'm. Uh, I don't know. For me, it's all about what what it is, what the story is, and 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 how does it look, right? Like I will watch me some Superman and some Batman and some Justice League till the cows come home. And I'm super looking forward to uh, the new Snyder Cut. But if you were to come out with another uh, Justice League that was similar to the last one, no, no way. I think mm-hmm. superhero fatigue is just about um, hitting the right chord with you. Who are the characters and what's the story and, and does it catch you? Like Wonder Woman coming out next year, super stoked to watch that. Super stoked. Well, for our, it's actually coming out Christmas this year. That's right. If you have HBO Max. Yeah, um, um, but see, that's that's another movie. Like I could take it or leave it, but then again, there's the difference between you and I. Is you you've read the comics, you're into comics. I'm not. So the only universe I know is the the, the film universe. Yeah, I, I think you're right, though. I think for me, I didn't buy this game simply because of the skins, the way the characters are modeled. The gameplay is supposed to be phenomenal. It's supposed to be really good. Yeah, weren't they but, selling? Uh, certain characters too you had to buy separately. I think that turned yeah, a lot Spider-Man of people off. Spider Man was uh exclusive to the PS five version or PS4 version. Yeah. Sony version. Yeah, so I'm sure that put a lot of people off too. Yeah, I, I, I was looking at it when I was looking at uh uh games to, to pick up, but I I was just like, meh, it's supposed to not be so hot, so I'm not sure I'm ready to throw down my thirty bucks for it. You know what I mean? Well, plus I expect- I, I haven't Sorry. seen any, anything about the gameplay either, so... I expect it's going to be like any other generic superhero game. You're probably right. <laughs> Crystal Dynamics was the publisher. And oh. Crystal Dynamics is owned by uh, Square. Wait, so that, that, that makes Crystal Dynamics the developer, right? Yeah. Hey, you're right. Yeah. I did not know that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Square is the developer then, yeah. So y'all, <laughs> everyone was right. Uh, what? Well, I mean... You said it backwards again. <laughs> Uh, this next article we have is also from Dark Side of Gaming, DSOG. Um, AMD assures customer a, custom AIB RX 6000 series big navi GPUs to sell at MSRP within the next four to eight weeks' time. Uh, this article is from the 29th of November, so we'll uh, yeah we'll see how that goes. Like I said, if whichever one I can get for retail first, because uh, I'm a little pissed off at uh, at the launches. I, 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 yeah, I've heard some stories about that. Um, I, I've, I've, uh, uh, Moore's Law is Dead said that um, 
Um, let me see which part, which one did he say? Uh, I'm not sure which one he said, <laughs> but um, um, from what I understand, like th there was a, 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 oh, he did say this part. He said that, that typically like with shipping and stuff, like when there's a bunch of planes zooming around when people traveling, if there's extra cargo space, they throw a couple of pallets of cargo, video cards, whatever that needs to get sent somewhere, they'll throw it on the plane so it can get over here. But uh, since people aren't traveling anywhere near what, uh, uh, what they were, now these companies are having to pay for that shipping themselves and all they're doing is passing the shipping costs along to us in addition to an extra markup. And I'm like, they can pass whatever the hell they want. I'm not paying over MSRP, so it'll sit on the shelf if I got to wait yeah, for it. That, that, <laughs> that sounds a little far-fetched. Well, I think it's just I, I, they're I mean, coming over it, on the big, slow boats. It, what, it could be that, too. It could be that, too. Um, what, what he was also saying was that it, coming over on a boat and trying to make it in time for Christmas is... I mean, we're what three weeks out now. Like it'll never make it, which is why uh, they were chartering all of these flights to try to get the stuff over to the states on time. Um, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll I'm see. Just, we'll, we'll see what happened with all of it. I'm not taking excuses from any of them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't care either. I'm just. I'm just like. I'm not paying over. I'm not paying a markup. That's nope. that's my bottom line. So. Yep. You know, time to market is a real thing, but mm -hmm. I think in this instance, it's proving that it can also be a detriment if they're not ready for it. And I don't think they have plenty of lead time. Yeah. I think I think they just launched too late in the year is what it is. I mean, everybody knows that that freaking COVID is happening. Yeah. Like you're not going to be able to get components to make these things as easily as you could before. Like, why in the hell would you wait till the end of Q3 to launch a product? It doesn't make sense to me. Oh. And my thing is, if you know what the hardware spec is going to be, why can't you get the boards going before you release the final flash uh, for the boards? Because I don't think that they're flashed at the same time that they're produced. I think that's a separate um, step in the process. Uh, um, my guess is because they don't want any legitimate leaks mm. because of the competition. Um, I've also heard that that like they've been keeping all of that stuff really, really close to the chest, like, and that's all on both sides of the video card aisle. Like, like um, you know, uh, they won't even know exactly which what the spec is until until they say go, or, or, or like they'll ship a um, they'll they'll ship like a reviewer product and won't give them drivers until like a few days before press time mm -hmm. you know crazy crazy madness like that um well i like i like what yeah. evga is doing and i hope more companies will pick you know will pick it up at doing this queue system yeah um, cuz yeah, it stops that would be bots dope. and it stops some mm -hmm. um, uh scalpers mm -hmm. cuz they i can only buy one they're limiting to me to one card right and i have to be in a queue uh, they'll notify me when it's available, and I have eight hours to make the purchase. If I don't yeah, make the purchase in eight voucher. hours, yeah, it goes back into the into circulation. So, mm -hmm. good Even on limiting on a per email address basis doesn't work because email addresses are a dime a dozen. Right, but they'll only accept one name, one credit card. Oh, there you go. So, I I can't I can't make up a bunch of fake credit cards to give them. You know, because they're going to want the same address. They're limiting it. It's not only your email address; it's your address, your home address, where it's shipped to. Um, it's the credit card you use. It's there's there's a bunch of ways they can verify that it's one person. I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a Swiss passport, and I'm not a Swiss <laughs> citizen. So, <laughs> just saying. I says this, there's a there's a, four Swiss passports, twenty grand in cash. And two nine millimeter handguns and a duffel bag in my closet. That's my get the fuck out of town bag. <laughs> uh, let's see. Cyberpunk 2077 launch schedule was released. Uh, happy to see that this game's finally launching. 
Um, we're counting down the days. Blah, blah, blah. Midnight local time. Well, where's the freaking date? Do I have to look at the tweet? I guess I have to look at the tweet. December 10th. December 10th. So. Four days. You had eight years to get that date in your head. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, then that would mean I was prepared for for a change. (laughs) Uh, So who's playing? Well, I I pre-ordered, so I'll be playing day one. I'll be streaming day one. Um, Yeah, yeah, crazy boy in the chat. I agree with you. You'd think these big billion dollar companies would have a you know thought of ways to stop scalpers scalpers been doing this with shoes uh for over a decade yeah i've heard about that uh but yeah it's uh, cyberpunk 2077 day one i pre-ordered so i'll be able to play day one i'm going to stream day one and uh you know just like i did with with um assassin's creed anybody else i bought it for my brother for his christmas present oh oh for christmas 2019 <laughs> I wish I was kidding, but I'm not that poor bastard. <laughs> um, I'm gonna wait for the reviews. I'm actually now worried it's gonna uh, flop. Really? This is yeah. much polish and, and work they put into it. <laughs> well, there's, it's been too much time for all that to be polished. So, and it's CG, CD Projekt Red. Uh, CD Projekt Red and Keanu Reeves are the only two reasons why I'm uh, not writing it off already. <laughs> well, I'll let you know. You can watch me stream it. <laughs> December yeah. 10th is also the Game Awards Day, so I'll be, I'll be streaming some of that too if anybody wants to hop on with me. I'm going to open it up to the community. I'll, I'll set up a special room, and then anybody who wants to can jump in there and we can watch it together and uh, kind of like a viewing party and, and uh provide some commentary yeah yeah i i haven't purchased it yet um i, I don't know it, it, it's one of those one of those you know like anti-hype things that kind of makes me the crotchety old man is like yeah I'll, I'll, it's I'll our, see how it goes a it's little, yeah, a little bit. it's the anti-hype yeah it's, yeah <laughs> it's our age man yeah, yeah yeah and it's like i already know i'm gonna play it at some point because i like the work that they do but like it, it's 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 it hasn't turned into a launch day title that gets the best way to classify it. Uh, that's funny, crazy boy. Uh, let's see, what's the next article here? Speaking of the um, Game Awards, Dragon Age will be making an appearance at the Game Awards, the next iteration uh, in the Dragon Age series. This is according to Blues News. It's about so time. That's a reason to watch it right there. Yeah, it is. Put your Fs in chat for uh, Dragon Age. Rip. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So I'm going to jump the queue. BioWass, uh, BioWass, BioWare bosses, <laughs> uh, they pulled the ripcord. They bailed. They jumped ship. Yeah, saw that. I actually tweeted something earlier this week about it. It was, you know, the typical gif with the dog in the house that's burning, and he's saying everything's fine. Yep. So so it, it, are those two names in the notes are the ones that left? Yeah, they're uh, the general manager and the executive producer. So... I'm not overly worried about the GM. To me, that's just that's just a, a management position. But the executive producer has direct input and, and a certain amount of control over the final product. So that, to me, worries it. Because people in that position, and I, I am totally, this is just an opinion, um, nothing to do with whatever's in the article. Uh, people in that position usually want to see their projects through to fruition. Right. I'm sure there's got to be some incentive bonuses tied into being there uh, for launch and or um, ratings or sales or some kind of bonuses tied in when you're at that level. And if you're leaving this uh, early, I'm guessing you've not hit uh, the thresholds necessary for payouts on any of those bonus bonuses. And I don't mean um, in terms of, well, obviously there's no uh, pre-sales bonuses. I mean in terms of you have to be there X months in, in uh, uh, at least X months in advance of it releasing in order to receive any of the bonuses post-release. I wonder if this has anything to do with Anthem. Mm. It's just how do you mean? I would love to be a fly on the wall in, in, the, in some of these Bioware EA meetings. Well, I mean, we, we it's funny that we we've always said that since the doctors left, it's kind of kind of 
it, it, it was probably going to be, become a shell of its former self. And I mean, I, I guess the next the next couple of games will tell the the, the tale of whether that's yeah whether we predicted the future or not. You know, I'll be buying it day one, streaming it day one because that's my job now. But um, I can't say whether or not it'll be very good. I, I yeah. you know if I if if I wasn't doing a podcast about games and and starting to you know build up a, a streaming audience I'd um I wouldn't get it right away but I'm gonna get it right away just so we can talk about it. Yeah, and Dragon Age and Mass Effect have been my thing anyway, so I'll yeah, probably I, I'm pretty sure I'll I'll wind up picking that picking that up. So yeah. at the very least, the uh, the Mass Effect uh, remaster should be largely unaffected. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, more than, uh, I'm willing to bet that they probably have Blue Point or somebody like that on 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 that on that uh, remaster because they, they they that's that's pretty much like their bag. They remaster a lot of games. Uh, they they that Blue Point just did the Dark Soul, the Demon Souls. Demon Souls, yeah. The Demon Souls joint for PlayStation Five, and apparently it it came out pretty freaking good. Like people raving oh, yeah. over it. So yeah. yeah. Um, what do we got next here? Control Baby coming to Game Pass in December. I picked that up on a a Steam sale. I'm kind of jumping the the news queue here too, but I picked it up on the last Steam sale because it was ten bucks. Yeah, same here. Same here. No, I I, I want to say that that I somehow I actually got a copy on on the the Epic Store. Um, it was probably from a video card or something. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they were giving it away with with um. The RTX, one of the RTX cards. I can't remember which. Mm-hmm. I know what it was. When I bought my laptop, that was when I got it. Mm. That was when I got it. Yeah. And I, I played through, through like the intro mission and it was just, it, it starts off pretty slow. It looks nice, but uh, it starts off really, really slow. So I haven't put any more time into it. I, I, I really need to, to see what all the hype is about. Yeah. And that's from a developer I like too. Um, Whose name escapes me right now, but it is from a developer I like. Oh, Remedy. Remedy, yeah. I do like Remedy's stuff, so I'll definitely uh, get into that as soon as I can. Uh, as soon as I can finish Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Talk about value. I've got 130 hours into that game. Unbelievable. Can a game be too long? Uh, yes. There's just a lot to do in the game. If you just play straight through the story missions, you could probably finish it a lot sooner. But I like to find all the different treasures and, and level up my guy. Like I've got every skill tree maxed out now, and and f- five sets of gear, and you know I like to really be as much of a completionist as I possibly can, I guess. Yeah. Um. It, 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 there's also that muscle memory factor too. Yeah. Like it, 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 if you're a little tired, but you've been kind of cranking on this on this one game for for you know a couple weeks now, like the the idea of starting something new when you know you only have an hour is is kind of yeah, Logan knows that feeling. Like not And and it came with I noticed because I got the, the top tier version of it and it came with a season pass, so I'm assuming there's more content coming out for it. But more at, than at likely, some, yeah. At some point. So uh PAX is optimistic about their twenty twenty one conventions. This is from Kaktaku. Oh, I'm sorry, Polygon. Same thing. Uh, and they've announced some dates. Pending COVID improvement. Optimism at its finest. Um, The June dates are, I don't know, I think that's a stretch. So PAX East in Boston, uh, June 3rd to 6th. Uh, PAX West in Seattle, uh, September. I think that's more realistic of a a maybe. We'll see. Uh, And then PAX Unplugged, uh, Pennsylvania, December 10th to 12th, which I think will hopefully be uh, uh, doable by that time. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know the space for the Washington State Convention Center, and I'm just uh, picturing the amount of people that were there a few years ago. I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I miss PAX. I, oh my, Seattle. I miss um, old PAX. What, what's old PAX? No, just like, like 10 years ago, PAX was a lot different than it and just the vibe was different mm. and everything. It was more indie back then. Yeah, I would definitely say. But you still had big titles there. like Because I went there probably 
season one, season two, when League of Legends was picking up and PAX was a different feel just overall. It could have been like, because I went to PAX East and then coming out here, but even then, I don't think just like overall, it just feel, I don't know how I, how I could say it. <laughs> kind of lost its heart in a way. Uh, it's gotten big for its britches. Too commercial. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's definitely gotten a lot more commercial as it's picked up and it's become this big yearly name thing. Now, I still want to attend one with you, Logan, uh, when it's in Washington. I mean, Whitney's right. What? Like that, the Seattle Convention Center is huge and it's no long, or at least last time, was not just contained to that one area. It was there. They had outdoor areas set up in parking lots. They had uh, local hotels uh, rented out as mm -hmm. well. It's just insanely uh, huge. I went there probably two years ago, and Fortnite was doing its big thing there, and they had this whole space cleared out for this little, like, makeshift stadium. Um, and they have, well, they have to spread it out all over Seattle because the convention center itself, and when you're thinking the amount of people that show up, it doesn't really contain it very well you are packed through and through walking like anywhere yeah, yeah. you know I, I, and I, I just i don't know coming off of this if 2021 is going to be feasible yeah i was literally thinking the same thing like I, I haven't i haven't gone to any of these cons and whatnot but just hearing on podcasts about how convention crud is you know and <gasps> oh it's real I, I know I've heard I heard like it's a real thing and this was before before the human malware that we got now so yeah. I mean your brother's <laughs> Vern's gone to a lot of uh, cons uh, barman yeah. so yeah 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 so, so I mean just imagine the bad publicity of of a bunch of people going even if it's not at the same uh same amount of people that usually go and you know the the bulk of people wind up getting sick. Like that's that would that would be horrible. Well, COVID or especially no, especially for gamer folks, you know. I mean, even if we have a COVID vaccine, if I go to one, I'm still wearing a mask and using hand sanitizer oh, as yeah, much as yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't expect everybody to stand around in, in six feet. Like you no, no, not at all. But but I could I could still wear a mask to you know kind of keep some of that. I mean, just the common flu to kind of help keep some of the more common yeah. illnesses away, a cold flu type stuff. I and will say, 70 to 80,000 people attend PAX over there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow, that's amazing. I, after I went to PAX East, I came back and I was sick. And ever since then, every time I go to a convention, I always have a glass of orange juice with a packet of emergency. <laughs> and I have not gotten sick since. Mm. So just a tip. Yeah. Yeah, emergency in my house is like a daily thing in the wintertime, especially when, um, you know, when I've got a wife that's a teacher and two kids and all three of them are in separate schools. So they bring home their illnesses from three different school districts or three different schools. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite season four has ended and season five has kicked off. Uh, I My son was on actually playing Fortnite. He hasn't played in a long time. But he said there was some kind of event uh, going on in the game. This is from IGN. So, uh, thankfully, my son doesn't play very much anymore at all because it's it's one of those games that I find just annoying now. But goddamn, do they do they do it right? Holy crap! They do. They they it's insane. Um, and yes, so, my son bought the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, well there you go. Like yeah. I mean, like the 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 partnerships, like I blow my mind. Like I'm like holy crap. Like these guys were they. When you talk about firing on all cylinders, this is exactly what they're talking about. So season four ended with uh, Galactus, a big battle with Galactus from the Marvel Universe, uh, which included all of the Marvel characters, uh, all of those skins. Uh, season five has now kicked off. They've already confirmed skins from God of War Kratos, uh, the Mandalorian skins. Um, it's like other, other companies are literally lining up just to get their skins and their products uh, some FaceTime on Fortnite to a bunch of eight-year-olds. Like, it's amazing. It's great marketing for them. You know, you can introduce these kids to different characters across different genres, and then maybe they'll get interested and say, hey, who's this Kratos guy? Oh, there's a game. I'll go buy this game with Kratos in it because I like the skin. Click that dance link. Click that dance link. Click you the need dance the audio. Link. Okay. Click that dance link. I did. What? 
once you've played God of War and you watch that dance link, <laughs> it's just all about context. Is it a different link? Because I clicked, I clicked the one that you dance, dance, and it okay, Twitter. Oh, okay. There we Twitter. go. I'll go full screen. Is he dancing the K-pop or what the hell? <laughs> it's some it's cat song or something. Oh, it's the cat song. <laughs> yeah, okay, those uh, are cat movements. You just need some like kitty ears to appear, and he's all set. It's it's supposed to be like this, and right? There's our DMCA. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry, right, it'll only affect us on Twitch. Um, yeah, uh, Owen picked up the Mandalorian skin. Uh, used his own money, uh, but he's he's been playing recently. I don't know how long he'll keep playing. I think he just got back in because his friends were in, and they had a Mando yeah. skin. So, uh, you said Galactus ended season four. Yeah, it was a big season-ending event. It was pretty cool. There's still some videos up there. Uh, Twitch, as Twitch were, uh, sent out warnings afterwards to everyone who streamed that event. Uh, that there was lots of uh, DMCA, DMCA-able, uh, DMCA-able audio and music in there to oh. uh, make sure you delete those clips. Jeez. It's absolutely ridiculous. If you're playing it through a game, it's just ridiculous. That's, it is. Uh, yeah. So, at, at, at this point, you might as well just play the game and turn the music off in the game. Yeah. yeah. You had streamers protesting doing yeah. that, and it's just it's still absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I did, I did some Google Foo uh, because I heard some stuff and I just had to see it for myself. There are actual music artists who during COVID would do streaming events on Twitch. They got DMCA'd because they don't own the rights to their own music that they created and produced. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard, I've heard about that too. I mean, for the longest time, um, uh, the Beatles... Could, could only be sold on CD because uh, Michael Jackson's family owned the rights to all the songs and they wouldn't sell them back to Paul McCartney or some crap like that. Um, they eventually did, Paul McCartney actually did actually buy all the, the, the Beatles catalog back, but um, for the longest time, that's why you couldn't get a Beatles song on an MP3. It could only be sold on CD. All this stuff is silly. Oh, the music industry is just so ridiculous with their... Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna record someone playing a video game with all the video game sound effects, uh, just to hear the song in the background. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's so stupid. Exactly. There is a battle of brewing. So we'll move on to our yeah. topics section. Activision is suing Netflix over poaching of a CEO. What's this all about? So Activision claims, um, as Gamespot has written, Activision claims Netflix is disregard. Disregarding California law, including the labor law, with its actions. Um, making matters worse, Netflix engaged in conduct when Activision, with Newman's assistance, was negotiating with Netflix over commercial partnership to distribute Activision's linear media content. Um, and it also goes on to say that they're claiming that Netflix has also done this with several other employees and that. Activision is one of Netflix's competitors. Though I can't really say if they really are considering one makes video games and one makes media content. That's kind of how I feel. But, so yeah. It's a pretty big deal. They're, um, sorry I'm reading, trying to catch up. I lost my spot. It's okay. Take your time. Yeah, I know um, there are I most times when you even start to have these conversations between companies, they have to sign contracts about poaching. Uh, to be able to talk to certain people. I'm so just confused about why this is an issue. I, what, ne what, what area do they compete in? Netflix streams movies and TV shows. Activision yeah. makes, publishes video games. I don't understand how they could be infringing. Um, I mean, wait, who makes... Uh, oh, never mind. Sorry, I had a question, but I answered it. Yeah, so it probably comes into the fact that Netflix and Activision were talking business deals. Okay. And so in order to have access to the correct executive level people to talk these business deals, they need to sign contracts about poaching to make sure that they don't go in and go, hey, how much are you making here? Why don't you just come on over to our company? Right? So mm. I'm sure that's at play. Um, and that's part of the uh, 
breach of contract um, quote in there as well. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So we kind of alluded to the Steam sale earlier. Did anybody else pick up some games on the Steam sale? I, I picked up uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition, Control, Halo, Master Chief Collection. Uh, I think that was it for me. Yeah, I think I had some games in my cart, but I don't think I actually bought them. But let me double check real quick. Whitney, I know you said you bought We Happy Few and Sims 4. Yeah, I did. Those were the only two that kind of really stuck out at me. And I wasn't even kind of planning for Sims 4, but it was like on sale for really, really cheap. And I kind of every so often love just one of those stupid time killer games. And Sims 4 has always kind of filled that role pretty well. Uh, Logan, no games for you? No, my uh, backlog is too big, so I'm really clamping down on game. It's the well, first time in a couple of years I've actually like bought a game through a Steam sale or anything. I've been kind of like picking, trying to finish up a backlog I had from when I was going and having that uh, humble subscription. Carolyn, no, I didn't buy anything. You didn't buy anything. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. I think I only did because I had money in my Steam wallet. Come mm, on. Yeah. It was burning a hole in my pocket. Before we get into what we were streaming, um, I'm going to pose the question to the cast. Um, why do game developers, or do you ever feel like game developers are pushing uh, their own uh, morality on you or pushing you in a certain direction when it comes to making decisions in games? I have found that um, certain games... Uh, when decisions are supposed to matter will really push you towards one decision instead of the other or like the, the more positive outcome instead of the other. And I've noticed it with, with Vikings, um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There was, a, there was a point in the game where I could choose to spare somebody's life who was just trying to kill me, had no regard for my life whatsoever, and I felt like the game was pushing me to spare this person and like that would have been the better outcome, but I said no. They tried to kill me. I, I can't trust them. They tried to kill me, right. so I ended up killing them. I mean, my my thing is in a game, if somebody tried to kill me, I'm I'm not going to spare them. I'm going to kill them. Um, but I find it a lot of times games will want you to some, you know, it's like what fantasy world does a developer live in where uh, you forgive this person and now you're best friends? I I just don't I I don't get that, and I find that annoying in in games. <laughs> Is that what happened in Assassin's Creed? Yeah, yeah. It was like um, I didn't get the, you know, they kind of like rub salt in the wound too when you when I made the decision because and I I can't really go into it because it'll it'll cause spoilers and decisions do matter in the game, but um, yeah, they were really it was really clear they were pushing me in in one direction to like spare this person and I'm like no I'm not going to do it, uh, but and then they kind of punish you for not doing it. Um, yeah, I've I've. I want to say that I've seen that somewhere too. I don't remember what title it was, but I was like, "Nope, you got to go." So, end yeah. up, end up, and if if you try to if you try to make me feel some type of way by cutting a bonus or whatever, I'll just cheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying to think because I know in Assassin's Creed, well, I haven't played a whole lot of the Assassin's Creed games, but part of it, like. You know, you're going, it's all kind of like under a simulation, I would say, right? Yeah, it is. Um, but the game's changed since the early games. And, uh, like, this this was a boss fight. This was, like, the end of a boss fight, a mini boss fight. And uh, I had the the option of sparing this character or not. And the, the game was really pushing me to spare them, and I did not want to because they tried to kill me. You know, like, oh, yeah. I was trying to figure out if it was something to do. With and I know in other games I've had that come up, like in Mass Effect and Dragon Age, where they really want you, especially at the end of Dragon Age 1, when they want you to spare the dude that was responsible for, and this is a spoiler, but this is Dragon Age 1, so they, they wanted you to spare the guy that killed your parents and the king. Uh, and I, I never was able to make that decision. I always killed that guy, every time, every playthrough. But they wanted you... Because uh, if you made the decision, you didn't die at the end of the game. He did, because uh, he he takes your place. And you know they were trying to push you towards, you know, sparing this awful person, and and, and I hated that. Yeah, yeah, 
It's like, no, you yeah. can't trust this guy. Yeah, every time I played it through, um, what Dragon Age One, it was off with his head at the end. Even if I said, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna make different decisions now instead of just what I would normally pick, you know, just to see what happens. But I get to that, and it's still off with his head. And the pressure, <laughs> and the, the pressure you got at the end of that game to make that decision because everybody ends up hating you if you don't, if you don't, because uh, the the daughter doesn't want to marry um, Alistair. And Alistair gets pissed at you. The daughter gets pissed at you. So they, they were really pushing you towards that decision. It's like, what fantasy world do you live in where, where people would do that? That that yeah. doesn't happen. That's not never going to happen. So it's just why it's a video game. Yeah, that's yeah. Why it just takes me off. Yeah. Uh, so what are we streaming? Uh, I've been streaming basically still streaming Heartland, and then we just watched uh, Mandalorian's uh, the this recent episode from Friday. Curls? Uh, same for me, Discovery and Mandalorian. Discovery's getting good. I should check that out if you're start if you're a Trekkie. Logan? Mando. And then the Christmas shows now. Yeah, I've been doing that too. Christmas vacation I've watched about five times already. <laughs> you know, it's just on in the background most of the time. Whitney, what about you? What are you streaming? I need to get cut caught up on the Mandalorian um haven't dove into any Christmas stuff I don't think I will this year just eh. um been reading quite a bit so I've also been listening to the Queen's Gambit audiobook which is like free on uh, audible so it's like one of the books included which is pretty good and I like how the show really stuck true to the book and I'm kind of happy with some of the stuff that they admitted which is like very very small but Overall, the book really, the show really stayed true to the book. It's been really good. How far, yes. Sorry? How far behind on Mando are you? Ooh, probably like two, three episodes. Oh, because we, we were going to do this a, week. a spoiler. Uh, yeah, spoiler section. Oh, no, week. go ahead. Go ahead, because the internet really just spoils it anyway. So any of the big stuff I can. Well, what we were going to do is we were just going to. We weren't going to spoil this week's episode. We were going to spoil previous episodes. So. Oh, that's fine. Go ahead. Um, so, everyone who's listening right now, we are about to spoil the Mandalorian uh, episodes up until this. We won't talk about this last one, but everything before this last one is, is up for grabs. So, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, you should stop listening now. Okay? All right, everybody's been warned. So I don't want any tweets or emails that I'm spoiling shit. So... I know that Logan, you must have been like your mouth must have dropped when Ahsoka showed up. Cool. It was cool. It was to see, um, but I'm a little bit torn because of how it ended. I was really hoping that she was going to play more of a hands-on part, very similar to uh, what's her name? Who's the trooper that he keeps going, and she's now the sheriff uh, at the town. Um, the the drop the drop trooper. Uh, yeah, I can't remember yeah, her name. Kara, like Kara Dune. Kara Dune. Yeah, that's it. So I thought that she was gonna play that kind of more role, like not a huge main character, but at least recurring, at least advance a little bit more than just uh well, NPC. We, okay, we don't know that she's point. not yet. I mean, we don't. True. We don't know that she's not yet. Uh, you know, I I had said earlier in a, a few episodes ago that it's. This this season has felt more like Star Wars. There's stormtroopers getting shot. There's stormtrooper battles. Uh, there's a, there's mini crew. There's a mini cruiser. Last week they mentioned Grand Admiral Thrawn. I mean, I, know. I had almost had a geek gasm when they did that. Yeah, my 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 jaw literally dropped. I was like, yeah, yeah, and dark troopers. <laughs> like, holy shit! I mean, they're really right. going deep into the lore. They're going into the expanded universe by even bringing up Thrawn. Because, right. uh, you know, Thrawn was from the Timothy Zahn series. That was a character he created. Um, and, and That's that, another reason to go back and watch the Clone Wars animated. Or wait, no, he, he was, was in Rebels. He was in Rebels, yeah. Yeah. Um, I still have to work through Rebels. But, um, man, I, the Mandalorian this season has just been awesome. The episodes have been longer, so they, they listened to that criticism. They made the episodes longer. Um, and it, it, it's been phenomenal and the dark saber whoever holds the dark saber 
Rules Mandalore. Mandalore. Yeah, I mean that had to have been a a big uh, jaw dropper for you too. Yeah, at the end, uh, that was at the end of season one that that made its appearance, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know, <laughs> I got to be honest, I was a little bit sad, and and I I balanced this out. Absolutely, I was excited. A little bit sad because I'm I'm sad because not enough people will understand the significance of that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it until yeah. you just said it. Yeah, whoever yeah. holds the dark saber rules Mandalore. Yeah, so I, I, when you said that, like, uh, 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 like the, the the bar chart just went like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes sense yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And so that's that's part that that plays that's going to play into uh, the Mandalorian, and obviously what's happening, um, the the other Mandalorians that they ran into as well mm-hmm. uh, that sent. My God, I'm, I'm blanking on everyone's names. Um, but it's funny because uh, the other Mandalorian that sent him to find Ahsoka, she uh, was the sister of uh, Obi-Wan's love. Mm. So it's like super cool stuff. Yeah, but they're the making a lot I'm of connections. Most... Go ahead, sorry. I was just saying they're, they're making a lot of connections. They are. Yeah. But I'm worried they're going to turn it into a clip show. I don't want a bunch of different cameos every week. I, I would love it if we actually saw, towards the end of this, if we actually saw Master Skywalker. I would love to see Mark Hamill on there. Like, if that's the end game for getting this uh, child, uh, Grogu is his name, uh, you know, to the Jedi, if, you know, if that comes into play at all. You have to look up the timeline to see if he's still alive or not. Oh, he is. This is right after Jedi. So he's still alive. Uh, Kylo Ren would be a little boy, and uh, Leia and Han would still be together at this point in the timeline. And um, matter of fact, the Jet uh, Luke has started at this point should have started his Jedi school, or is getting ready to start it. Uh, the uh, Tython, the fact that they went to Tython was a uh, a huge um, nod to the Old Republic, uh, because that's where the Jedi were were, were based out of in the Old Republic. I feel like it's going to, my fear is going to start shoehorning in just a lot to make it super fan service And it kind of feels like it's starting to get that way. Season one was really cool with little cameos that came in and out and the story was there. But I was kind of really hoping for something more like Rogue One where it stands out on its own. And so mm-hmm. I kind of don't hope that it's Mark Hamill at the end, like that's where the child goes to. I'm not kind of hoping for that. I just, nah, I just feel like that feeds way into the fan service unless like somewhere it was canon like this is what would happen but this is like a written story kind of going up recently on the fly so uh... I hope we do get to see Grand Admiral Thrawn and I do want to see you know a full size Star Destroyer or a Super Star Destroyer somewhere at some point that would be cool yeah 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 now no spoilers for this because this was this week yeah but it they had a really, really cool shot where they tried to really demonstrate the size of the ships. And I thought that they need more of that from time to time to remind people yeah. why it's so, oh my God, that's so cool when they show a Super Star Destroyer type stuff. Yeah. A Super that's Star like. Destroyer is about the size of Manhattan. On, on scale, it's about the size of Manhattan. If that makes it... Um, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's there's a bunch of GIFs going, you know, with... with uh, well, there's a bunch of different gifts with different ship sizes, like comparing the Millennium Falcon to like ships from the Star Trek universe, that kind of thing. Uh, and there was one that I've seen where they, they, they took an actual picture of a Star Destroyer and basically fit it right over Manhattan and said it's about the size of Manhattan, uh, if it were to scale. That's huge. Yeah, it is. Um, that's really all I've got. Anybody got anything else? Any other... Uh, Anything other, you know, Mando talk? I'm I'm excited to see what happens next now. Yeah. And I'm excited yeah. to talk about this week's episode next week as well because of what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is another yeah, another big one. Me too. So, I will end I'll up be caught up. Good. Excellent. Get caught up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can, I, oh, go ahead. 
Oh, then I have a quick question. Are any of y'all planning to sign up for HBO Max for Wonder Woman? I already get HBO Max because I'm an AT&T customer, so I have oh, it. Lucky you. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know how to get it in Canada. Arr, me mateys. Any other way. <laughs> uh, well, if you're a U.S. customer and you have a cable with AT&T, then you, you get HBO and HBO Max for free. Or if you have uh, AT&T for your phone, I think you get HBO Max for free as well. AT&T is not sponsoring this podcast. You can find the AFK Podcast at theafkpodcast.net. There you will find links to our Twitch stream, YouTube, and Discord. Join our Discord for more PC gaming and hardware discussions. So for me, for Curlin, for Logan, and for Whitney, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next Sunday. Peace. Peace. Bye.